0: welcome to digital soul food i'm your host jason wallace and i appreciate you checking out the podcast so today we have a special guest Kaisha sterling of hiphopcloset.com longtime friend we're going to talk about her journey from being an engineer to owning a uh, fantastic retail space and thriving online business uh should be fun so you guys ready let's go
1: Take- Take
0: this All right, welcome to Digital Soul Food we got Kaisha Kelly here of hiphopclass.com. Kaisha, welcome. You. welcome. Well, thank you for coming on, man. Like we've known each other since high school.
1: Yeah, high school days. Well, about ten years now, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brooklyn Tech. Yes. Yeah. Brooklyn Tech Tech
0: So we're big on origin stories here, so kinda give us a little bit of your like where you from, where you got your start from and like, you know, where you where you headed to now.
1: Okay, so that was a lot. Like, that's I'm gonna be talking about half hour if I answer all of those. All
0: right, so we'll, we'll so we'll talk about <laughs>
1: about what, how I started.
0: Right?
1: All right. Um. Okay. So, HipHopCloset.com. It's owned by myself and my brother. We founded it in 1998, when the internet was a baby, and I was a baby too. <laughs> and we um we decided to we felt like there was a need to um, supply the world with hip-hop related items clothing uh, magazines mixtapes everything um, there was nothing like it on the internet so that's how we got started It was my brother's mm-hmm. idea actually
0: because what was the source of inspiration? because you know we didn't have anything at the time there was right. there was nothing there
1: I didn't even have a computer
0: Wow at the time. so but <laughs> you were gonna start a computer company with yeah. With no, no computer, computers. all right.
1: So it was my brother's idea. Um, I was actually working as an engineer in Southern California. I had just graduated from Howard University, had my degree in civil engineering. So I moved out there and I was minding my business, you know, doing my thing. I came home for Christmas break and he approached me. He was like, we need to start a company. We need to start an internet company. We can sell clothing and accessories online. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I didn't know what he was talking about. <laughs> And, I, and so he said, no, you know, we should do it. It's going to be huge. So I went back to Cali, bought a computer, set up an email account. And I remember, like, this was like, you know, back in AOL days, right. I still have my AOL account.
0: You got the to dial up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like <they're> the whole <laughs> dial
1: up. They mail you the CD. And so I'm at home. And you know, they had, remember they had like the AOL messenger in the yes. uh, chat room and your everything? What was, your, what was your messenger name? It was HH Closet, because I was strictly there for business. Okay. So it was HH Closet at AOL, and I still have that AOL.
0: Account. I was JW24NY.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I get online, and I start getting all of these like weird email messages back, you know, like all of this spam and stuff. I literally unplugged the thing, because I thought people were coming to get me, <laughs> like, I was so scared. You
0: my mom now. Right, no, it
1: was so scary for me. I mean, you know, I, I, I just got the computer. I didn't know anything about it. You know, before that, my email was through, was a, you know, EDU, like right, yeah. college. And you know, that's super safe. Like, yeah. there's no spam. I probably didn't even use it. But, um, you know, I I did research. I did tons of research. Like, I love doing research for some reason. <laughs> And we did a business plan, everything. Like we mapped the whole thing out, and then um, I realized I was like, wow, like this is gonna be huge. Like this is you, you're onto something. I did like I looked at a little forecasting about how e-commerce was gonna grow and everything, and um, then we found out how to actually do it because now that like that was the difficult part. Like okay, that's a great idea, but how do how you do, execute? How do you execute? so um me with my engineering background like i love to problem solve and come up with processes and you know all of that type of geeky stuff so i um i did the research on how to i think actually my brother had discovered yahoo at that time we were a mm. yahoo store because you know yahoo was the leader in the search engine yeah, game yep. yeah and they had um they were pretty much like the first major to start um e e-commerce platform and it still was drop, drop and drag like I don't know HTML or anything so um, we, we started that and um, we picked up on Yahoo and the great thing about it about them being the search engine is that they listed you high like they ranked you really high because that was the name of their game so every product that we put up you know got was really high so if you searched for any of the majors we came up you know, Fat Farm, Fubu, this was all, you know, the big stuff back like then. Fat Farm, Fubu, Rock Aware, Sean John.
0: And Hip Hop Closet.
1: Yeah, it all came to Hip Hop Closet because none of them had websites, also. So
0: that's how we got started. So that's interesting because, you know, when you think about, when you go back to the, the you know, late 90s, early 2000s, again, like we're, you know, we, our culture's growing, like we're growing. So much. But we don't have the outlet. And then here you are, you just, you decide, okay, I'm going to jump in there. I'm going to, I'm going to learn everything I need to learn and start a business. And, you know, a lot of us, you know, even now we're trying to figure that out. Like, how do we start a business? Like, how do we take, you know, our passions and turn it into like our job? Mm -hmm. So what, what, at what point did you, where did you get to the point of, okay, this is definitely going to work. We're definitely going to be successful and we are going to move into like this great space you have here now.
1: Um, so, It it all happened really fast Um, because my brother approached me with the idea in December. We had a business plan together. My mom proofread it and everything. (laughs) We had a business plan together, and our site was up and running by June of 1998. So we met in December of 97, and it was up and running by June of 98. And um, we started, you know, taking orders. And it was really hard in the beginning, though, because nobody wanted to deal with us. You know, like first of all, we looked like we were ten and then we had no background in fashion, we had no background in e-commerce, nobody even knew what e commerce was. So it was really hard to get clients at the time. But what we did was we went to stores but and we, you know, told stores, listen, this is the way you compete on a global level because you know, you're not going to be able to set up an e commerce and run a physical store, but all of your dead stock, anything that you're not selling, we'll handle that for you. We'll take the pictures. We'll put it up on, on the site. If there's any returns, we'll eat that, you know, because we know we can resell it. And, you know, that's how we started. And it worked out because they just wanted to get rid of excess merchandise. And they knew that, okay, now I can compete, you know, and I can, you know, be out there. And I don't have to do any work. But let them come in the store and start their pictures.
0: So you guys are like the early Amazon.
1: We were definitely the early Black Amazon. Wow. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Imagine having you gone on that same trajectory as Jeff Bezos.
1: Right. Yeah, like imagine if I would have had like a business background or, you know, I just had people in my corner that knew how to scale a business up, Mm -hmm. you know, like neither one of us had a business background. So we, a lot of, and a lot of what we figured out how to do, we, we had to learn on our own. And honestly, I don't think we, I mean, things, it, happen- it all happened so fast. Like, lit- we weren't even open a year. And I just had actually looked at the stuff. March of 1999 was when June Ambrose and um, Russell Simmons, well, it was really June Ambrose, they were doing um, Hip Hop Week on MTV. And she shouted us out as a place to go to get hip hop clothes nice. <laughs> And it was like... Like wow, like how did this happen? And so, you know, of course that's like global And this was when they re you know repeated stuff all week long So this was free advertising for an entire week and they flashed it on the bottom of the screen and it just lived there
0: <laughs> And that gave you legi- your legitimacy.
1: That, yeah, that gave us legitimacy And you know, so at this point we were kind of thrust into the fire and now had to really figure it out and sometimes when you know you grow too fast and you you don't have every all your ducks in a row it could be you know a little bit difficult to stay on top of that and and I never did have the time to really figure out like what it really means to run a business you know like it's like constantly like just putting out fires and you know like I'm hiring all of my friends and stuff which was good but it's like okay but there's no training to back any of it up for anybody <laughs> so we're all just like flying by the seat of our pants and I mean it was a wild ride you learn a lot that way but um we knew pretty early that it was going to be a thing and then the internet just started to explode so
0: right so one of your, one of my favorite collaborations that you guys do is with April Walker so tell me how you met April and how how that's come um, about.
1: April, I met April through another tech night, Marlon Rice, and he... Shout out to Brooklyn Tech. Yeah, shout out to Brooklyn Tech. Like, all of my, my whole squad is tech night. <laughs> Can't get away from it Love it. So it was our 20th anniversary, and we were moving into this new space. Um, so we kind of, like, went backwards in the world of retail, in a sense, where we started out in e-commerce, and then we opened up a showroom. And retail space where everybody was, you know, doing the opposite. So we realized though that we could sell more and be more appealing to a consumer and get the trust of a consumer if we could say we have a legitimate spot. Like, even if you can't get to us, if you need to, you, you can't. To like, we're real, you yeah. know? So that's why we set up this spot. It was our 20th anniversary and we wanted to do a fashion show, first fashion show ever. And I realized that. I wouldn't be able to do it without partners in the community. Like, I wanted to, you know, incorporate existing brands that were already here and show, you know, this collaboration between the new space and the existing people that are still doing it in Brooklyn. And so, um, me and April, we spoke about it, and she was in, thank God. And ever since then, we've just been like, you know, sisters in fashion, like, you know, collaborating on tons of stuff and just like, you know, it's, it's always good to have another entrepreneur that's outside of your business mm-hmm. to like, you know, talk to.
0: Yeah. And it's, and it's dope. And, you know, I've, I came to the, the um, was the book reading that she had yeah, for her she dad. She did our
1: first, yeah, book, book discussion. Yeah. And that
0: was pretty dope. And, you know, she's been, you know, I've seen her in and out uh, through throughout the time. So, you know going back to our friends right so our tech nights like you know it's interesting how so many of us have been you know like together and, and like uh for so long right one of the things other thing i like about this space is that we've had a few events here right
1: yes, we've had some great events. I miss them.
0: so tell us a little tell us about that like tell us about the game nights and
1: So one of the things that I really wanted to incorporate in the space was not just um, a showroom to sell merchandise, but also to really bring the brand to life. So you can come in and really experience what Hip Hop Closet was all about. Um, It's a lifestyle brand. We sell everything from games to, you know, custom sneakers, to custom leather coats and sheepskins and sherlins and um, T-shirts and hoodies. And, you know, it's a creative space. And so we really want to bring that to life and and have people come and experience who we are and what Sweet Six O Seven um, is all about because that's where we are, Sweet Six O Seven, in the Brooklyn ABR. And so we've had everything from um, book discussions, which I really like to call meet the author. You, yeah, we, you yeah. participated. Um, I love I love that series because it's really a a discussion of how you got to the point of writing your book, you know, not really about the book but who you are. I think that's very important about um, all of us, our brands to, like, really um, let the customer know who we are, you know, as a person and why we're doing what we're doing. So, um, we've had those. We've had write and sips where an editor comes in and gives you a prompt and you're sipping and writing. You can share or not share. Those get very emotional, like laughing, crying, everything in between. We have karaoke night. Our last karaoke night was the best karaoke night. We had Milk D in the place to be. <laughs> it was so good. Um, and that
0: was the last one before? That our, was the
1: last. That was yeah. like days before COVID. Yeah. And I remember saying, I said, okay, this is going to be my last event for a little while. Gonna, I want to take a breather and just, you know, um, plan out some different stuff and, you know, see, see what's working and what's not, and then everything shut down.
0: Oh, yeah. I just want to say for the record that I won best duo <laughs> with Stacy because we killed it because that's what we do with
1: Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> you are. But yeah, so so yeah, we did. Um, what else have we done? Um, we had game night. Game night. Game night was fun with University adult, um Card Game.
0: Um, we had my aunt's 75th birthday party. Right, but and my party. mom's
1: 75th birthday party. So yeah, we've done a whole lot of different things. We've had, um, what else did we, I, want, I never got to do my paint and set. I wanted to do my paint and set. We'll, we'll make that happen. Yeah. Um, we've even had marketing workshops for small businesses. I've hosted, um, I've hosted classes um, with, you know, like students have come and spent a day here doing different things. I even hosted, a um, a summer youth um, camp for a week they came here every day for a week and they designed a sneaker that they pitched to Nike and one of the um, the winner got her sneaker actually developed my so that was nice. cool to see yeah they were young and so you know that was ex- really exciting for, for everybody so that was cool so we just do a lot of stuff you yeah. know like.
0: and that's all but that's other thing that's dope about what you guys do is you're also like super active in the community and you give back you know like mm-hmm this summer you know going out to you know um restoration plaza oh, yeah,
1: restoration. you know I feel good fridays hey, yeah that was good
0: like having up having the, the mural up mm-hmm. you know taking pictures um selling out there then the winter bazaar you know also oh, yeah, supporting bazaar, that was good yeah yeah so that's, that's those things you know for me as a consumer like those are things that i like to see because it's like you're not just all right. I just want to get a check. All mm-hmm. right, you know, thank you very much taking the clothes, whatever the case is. It's like you guys are definitely giving back, definitely involved, and then also trying to figure out like what's next. Right. Uh, so, how, how what's it been like since COVID? Like, what have how are you guys you know been able to maneuver?
1: Um, it's it's been it's been challenging. Um, just in the sense of it's it's so volatile. You know, like you never know what's coming next. Um, and then part of the reason why we moved into this space was to um, connect with our customers, was to have these events. And so that was dead, we couldn't do that. Uh, But so I really just had to think on my feet and and be resilient and kind of pivot a little bit and figure out like, what do my customers need at this moment and, and give it to them. Um, we did we played around in the virtual space a little bit, but that became a little bit taxing, just, you know, trying to plan and, and do those things along with the, the business. But things have actually been good. Like my tech family and everybody has just rallied behind, you know, to like really support. Like I feel like um, small businesses, especially black owned businesses, the spotlight has been shined on us and like the community has definitely come out and supported, and I thank everybody for that. You know, like it's been a conscious effort to keep our small businesses alive. So.
0: Yeah, and hopefully, you know, in the next couple of months we'll get past this. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll all be vaccinated. We'll, COVID will be, you know, eradicated or on the, on the on the wayside, and then we can get back to having karaoke. We can get back that to, you too. know, opening the space up and so forth. Yeah, that'll yeah. be dope. Um, what's been the best seller for you
1: hmm. um masks this year <laughs> were a huge seller i did this back the fuck up mask i'm <laughs> i did that 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 was a really big seller that was good um but um our major um seller is really the custom sheepskins and sherlands. so yeah those do really well um we give people a chance to get into something that they either had and it disappeared on them or they just weren't able to do because they couldn't afford it or their parents said, no, I'm not buying it. You know, and I get that a lot. Like I always wanted one and now's the time I'm going to get it. So that feels good because it has like a nostalgic vibe, but it's also a super functional coat. You know, when it's cold out. There's
0: nothing that will keep you warmer. <laughs> yeah, I'm I I'm in that that latter part. Like I never had one. I definitely want to get one. Um, so I've been I've been teetering. I've been I've been going back and forth. Um, but yeah, now it's definitely it's definitely something that you know as kids, you know we also see always our kids see the the guys with the sheepskins and the girls and you know we but we didn't really want to. Couldn't do it because our parents couldn't afford it, or our right. parents were like, I don't want to see you get shot or stabbed exactly. or some, like, steal yeah. it.
1: Yeah, it's Aspirational, you know? and I mean, it's yeah, it's a certain individual that that rocks.
0: It. Right, but that's our that's that's our culture though, right? So mm-hmm. you know, it's something that some other parts of culture wouldn't even understand. Right. You know, and I think it's more even so much like a, a New York thing, it maybe even to be like a Brooklyn thing.
1: Or, no, I mean, no, it's it's definitely like um. I say all of New York, definitely. And um, any of the cold states, like they know, you know, like, especially like um, Illinois, they, they you know, they know.
0: Like, <laughs> oh, yo, God. Yeah, just...
1: yeah, it's like, it's a thing. It's a thing wherever it's more so. And even people, and you know, what's interesting is that is that people have migrated, you know, like outside of the cold. Mm-hmm. Areas, but when they see it, they're like, "Oh, I want one, but I just can't do it." So we actually have developed like a much lighter weight one. So I mean, they won't get as much functionality out of it because it's even lighter. Lightweight is still warm, but you know, those cold evenings, like you know, maybe a (laughs) vest or
0: something. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna get one. So next year, yeah, next year, I think for next winter. This winter's almost over. Like.
1: (laughs) Oh, <laughs> you never know. Like it could be a whole snowstorm in March. Like this weather is so weird.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's been it hasn't been that bad, but no, it hasn't. You know, for that type of love, for that level of coat, like you know, you just need to be, you know, out, you need to be outside.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's definitely good for um for Illinois and and that that area, any any of the northern states.
0: So what's the one product you wish you could have sold that you missed out on or you were like yeah it's not gonna do too well and then all of a sudden it just blew up Hmm.
1: that's a good question i don't know because we've had so much stuff i mean the thing about the products that i regret is not keeping a lot of that vintage stuff Mm -hmm. like i wish i didn't sell everything Like some of those Pele coats, like they went out of business and people are still calling for them. I had a dream that they came back. <laughs> to, um, the Averex coats, like I wish I would have right. kept a lot of that old school vintage stuff um, because a lot of like a lot of like television shows are looking for that type of thing now. Um, but also just to have like a, a a museum, so to speak, of stuff. Like I, I have one or two pieces, but. I definitely wish I would
0: have kept more stuff. So. Yeah, I know I definitely have stuff that I wish I had kept as well, like, or has disappeared somehow. Mm-hmm. You know, you thought, like, wait a minute, did I put this in storage? And, like, where is it? What happened to it? Uh, yeah, I've definitely, you know, those those pieces are gone forever. Um, but I still have, like, like my Triple Five Soul. I still, like, have some of those pieces. Mm-hmm. I have, like, a Spike, um, the Crookland. Forty um, 48th mule crooklyn jersey okay, yeah. that i wore for our 25th i'm dating ourselves Our 20 that the old school um night
1: yeah yeah so, okay, Yeah, yep. mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm.
0: so got that um yeah, there's a couple pieces so it's like part of it and that's part of like as we get older we're like you we want to shed stuff you want to get rid of stuff but then you're like yo this is <laughs> right
1: exactly <laughs> like, yeah like, i
0: don't want to i don't want to get rid of this because this is right. this is vin- now it's vintage like mm-hmm. you know now it's classic
1: yeah, I started like making like a little time capsule box. Like, I won't sell it. Like, if something is a really hot seller, I'll just like put a couple pieces to the side. Just like, you know, not to ever sell them, but just to have, you know, like this is what was going on in this era. I also wish that I would have digitized my pictures. Mm. Like, that, like, because, you know, we've taken pictures, like, we pretty much have a record of almost everything that was put out by the brands from 1998, but I didn't digitize it. So it's all like on floppy disk.
0: Well, you can still do that.
1: The format was different. So I mean, I would have to get an expert in to like try to figure it out. Um, Cause I bought like one of those little things and I popped the floppy disk in, and it did not work. So I don't know how to do it. But that and in the, in the very beginning, we used to, like my brother would take the pictures He would get them developed, and then he would mail them to San Diego, like the actual physical picture, and then I would scan them in in San Diego, like scan them in and upload them to the site, because that was even before digital cameras.
0: Wow. So you were like, all right, I got to do this after 9 o'clock, because my nighttime minutes (laughs) is going to hit.
1: No, I would scan them in on the um, no i had a scanner like you know you like the flatbed scanner i would scan but i did have to do it after work because i was an engineer I was a whole engineer like designing the infrastructure for the internet in in southern california so my job was like super demanding so after work i would come home and just like work on hip-hop closet so
0: so all right so here's a question though how did you decide to give that up like again you're on the other side of the country yeah, in a successful job. You you know, you did what you want to do.
1: Right. You graduated,
0: I mean, you're there, and it's like
1: Right, like I'm just gonna leave this. I mean, well one of the things was that it had grown so fast. So, you know, it was it was really like a either you're going to give this your full time and, you know, make it succeed, or you're not. You know, like it, it was, it was really like a, a choice, but the other thing was that I was all the way and like the farthest you can be and still be in the continental United States from Brooklyn. Right. <laughs> and all my family was still over here. I, I had a couple of cousins and, and a few, and one friend, a couple of friends that lived out there, but it was still one of those things where it was like, okay, my family's not here, you know, like, how long am I really going to stay out here without my people, you know, and then um, they were going to put me into a job that where I was actually going to be the only person in Southern California doing this job, and then I, I started to feel trapped,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so I was like, if I take this job, then that's it. You know, like I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna wanna just quit, you know, like I'm gonna be tied in here. And then I'm you know, so I was like, Okay, let me let me just make my exit right now. And that's I moved before they moved me into that
0: job. So, and it worked out.
1: And it worked out. It didn't work out. here we yeah, are. Yeah, I got I got back together with my high school sweetheart. We had kids. What's his name? <laughs> Daniel Daniel we had kids and, and
0: it's just been, you know, nonstop since then. Daniel Dan and I are both Panamanian. I didn't know Daniel was, was Dan was Panamanian until like recently. Oh, you yeah. know? Yeah, it was it's funny. It's like, you know, it's because if had we I known that we probably would've connected even more so through high school. Um right. I was a little scared of Dan back then though. But we <laughs> Dan was a little Dan was a little hooded a little more hooder back then. Nah, he's a great person, <laughs> but that crew was a little rugged. No <laughs> question.
1: Tech was a different, yeah. Tech was different. Brooklyn was different. Like, everything was so different back then. What year did you leave, Tech?
0: I left in 90. I left after sophomore year.
1: Okay, after sophomore year. So did you pick your major?
0: Yeah, I was going to be architectural engineer.
1: What? Yep. We would have been in the same major. We would have been, been
0: funny. We would have been, yeah, it would have been dope. I was, I was hyped and my parents were like, mm, they pulled the, up the Fresh Prince, like, no, you're going to go live with your dad in Jersey. And I was just like, well, why? Really?
1: Yeah. Oh, man. I was getting ready to ask you what school did you go to, but you moved to Jersey, so I don't even know. What part of
0: Jersey? South Jersey. So, okay. like, Holy Cross, you know. But then we got out of school so early, and I had I was able to get my permit. So, it was times when I was able to drive up, and I was, you know, I came into a lunchroom, I was hanging out. Really? I'd be I was at Tech, like,
1: <laughs> what's
0: up? It was That's life. the
1: thing, like once you're bitten by that tech bug, it, it, you just can't let it go. I nah, you can't.
0: You know, you, you make you make friends, lifelong friends. Like Yeah,
1: lifelong, lifelong squad.
0: Like even like there's a group of us, like we all went to school from elementary school all the way up into up through tech. Really? Like, um, Ernest, Dave. What elementary um, school did you go to? PS two oh eight, so Elsa oh. Ebling. And okay. East Flatbush. Uh yeah, it's a it's a few of us. So we, you know, then we went to junior high school together and then we went to, and we went to Tech and you know, one of the things like now with this whole, you know, the gifted testing and so and all the, the confusion or the the controversy around it. What was dope back then was, you know, I was a pretty smart kid, but you know, you just didn't wasn't wasn't able to apply myself because things were so easy. Mm-hmm. And if, if it wasn't from uh Miss Stone, my fifth grade teacher, who was like, Go take the test for Aster. Took the test for Aster, got in, and then we went to to uh see which was like the special middle school, and then from there it was like, All right, you know, all of you are taking the test for a specialized school Oh, okay. And then like of then all of us, you know, we were like, All right, who's the smartest of us? That was our thing. Like it wasn't even about like we played sports and all that stuff, but you know, it was like which one is which one of us is smartest? Like Jonathan, Dominique, mm-hmm. uh, Leonard, uh, you know, Seanette, like all so many it was so many of us that, you know, went to tech and then we met met mm. y'all. Then we all you know
1: it's so interesting.
0: Yeah. But then I you know, Fort Green was crazy. Fort oh, Green <laughs> really. was Fort Green was a wild, wild west. Like people don't understand how how dangerous it was.
1: Listen, I was born and raised in Fort Green. I lived around the corner from the school.
0: So it was easy. So you were you were good. I would
1: walk right through the, the park to school every day and back
0: home. We never went to the park. They told <laughs> they told us do not go in the park for no reason. <laughs> you you will get robbed. They will they will come for you in the park. Yeah. I think I mean we probably was in the park like twice I think in my life. Really?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah, Fort was not a, a good place at all. It, and yeah. And then um, Albee Square Mall, like, would you go into Albee Square Like,
0: everybody has a story about Albee Square Mall. I went, but see, the thing is, we always went together. Mm-hmm. You know, we never really went like separate. Like, there was one time we were coming back from football practice and we were going, so it was like three of us was like, yo, we're going to the um, to McDonald's because it was like the, the Big Mac two for a right. dollar, mm-hmm. something crazy. So as we walk in, there was like a big group of, of guys like on um Fulton. So it was like, ah, okay, well, we could dip off into the McDonald's. And then when we looked back, there was a group of guys behind us, because that was Beat Down Alley. Right. <laughs> so this so this street is called Beat Down Alley because like you get trapped in that, that street and then all of a sudden, like, you get it. Right. They just waited. So we had and we had our equipment. So we're like, man, all right. Like why we had to get McDonald's this time, so we were walking, we walk in, we get there, we get to the end, and then like, it was like two of our two of our boys, one of my boys I knew from from junior high school, and it was another guy, so it was like oh what up, and we was like yo what's good, it's like oh and all of a sudden like there's like thirty guys around, they're like nah they good they good like yo right yeah we're, like all right. and but that was what it was like you had to. You had and then to, we had
1: those hammers, we had we yeah, had yeah, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> weapons. Right but i know people were still catching
0: it it was still like bad yeah it was bad so whenever i see you know i walk through Fort green now mm-hmm. you know Rockies, you know the, the corner store academy has gone mm-hmm. you know you see the way that the, the neighborhood has changed um but the, you know you still have those memories like right. of how of, of what it was um and how how it's transformed it's
1: crazy Yeah, it, it, i know It's it's been yeah it's my parents are still there so I've seen the transformation. I mean, even here with the Navy Yard too, cause we've been here in the Navy Yard since 1999. When I quit my job and moved back December 1999 and we moved into another spot here in the yard. So we've been here and I've seen that transformation too. It's, it's absolutely amazing, really,
0: honestly. No, it is, it is. So what's next for Hip Hop Closet?
1: So we're really just, I I feel like I still haven't grown the showroom portion of things, you know, like the sweet 607, like I still want to bring that up to the next level. But um, I also, I mean, we're playing with the idea of like franchising a little bit where we'll um, have like a hip hop closet in different markets. A lot of people have been um inquiring about you know or saying that they want they want to open up a a store like this so um we we've been working on that okay that's like down the road
0: okay so now that you understand the business side of it now you can really get your jeff bezos on Mm -hmm. and take over the world
1: absolutely absolutely it's, it's interesting because I've been on all of these blogs. Like, this is like the best time as an entrepreneur to really get started because there's so much information out there. Like you don't even need a mentor because there's so many, men. you know, so much information. Like as long as you are ambitious and I mean, there's no magic bullet, you know, you still have to get out there and do the work, but the information is readily accessible. As long as you, you know, you're know you looking for it, you can get out there and get it
0: done. Dope, I agree. So tell everybody where we can find you.
1: So yes, you can find us um, Hip Hop Closet um, on IG and on Facebook. We're in Brooklyn, New York and we're in the Brooklyn Navy Yard. You can come visit us by appointment only and um, all of our information is on our IG, our Facebook and our website is hiphopcloset.com and so, you know, call us up, DM us, come check us out. Check out our goods, and, you know, we ship worldwide.
0: And you might see your boy in a picture or two.
1: Yeah, we should do a photo shoot
0: right now. Yeah, we should, like, definitely, right after we get done. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Kyle, I really appreciate you coming on.
1: Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening.
0: Thanks. All right, peace. Peace. Hey, so Kaisha dropped a lot of gems for us, and I really appreciate her coming on today. You know, going from a full time, you know, Employee to full-time business owner took a lot of guts, uh, but the thing I appreciated most was you know, her dedication to researching and improving the business, and taking that research and turning it into action, and you know just keep it moving. So uh, definitely check out hiphopcloset.com. Uh, definitely check us out on IG because I'll be there. You'll see my picture. I do model for her time to time, um, and you know I want to pre- thank you for you know, listening to the pod. Watching it if you you know checking out on YouTube, yeah. Subscribe, share, tell your friends how dope it is. Um, until next time, peace.